재미와 지식의 오디오라이프 팝빵 Welcome back to Koreascape. I'm Kurt Asian. It's time now for another edition of Corners of Korea, the travelogue brought to us each week by WOW Korea supporters. They're a group of Middle Eastern and Southeast Asian foreign exchange students who are affiliated with the Korea Tourism Organization. The KTO generously escorts them out into different and unique locations so that they can get a taste of the culture and the food and the scenery and everything else. They come back to us and they bring us their stories and the tips that they discover along the way. We're joined by someone who's becoming an old friend of the show now, uh, <laughs> Maria Lynette Calianta, and uh, she's going to be telling us about the group's recent trip to Gongju City. Welcome back, Lynette. Great to see you. Great to see you. Happy New Year. Yeah, and to you. Mm-hmm. Why don't you give us the basic 411 on what Gongju is all about? Okay, Gongju is basically located in the center of South Korea and of South Chungcheong province, and it is the former capital of Baekje Kingdom during the Korea's Three Kingdom period. So, Baekje dynasty lasted for a total of 678 years from 660 BC to 1880. So Gyeongju referred at that time as Eunjin and remained the capital for much of the time. So powerfully, financially and administratively, it was the capital of Baekje dynasty at that time. So in the years prior to Shila invasion, many Baekje citizens fled to modern Japan. And having said that, presently, Gongju is considered as one of the major tourism drawback of the South Chungcheon area, particularly among Japanese tourists of ethnic descent, curious about their Asian roots. So moreover, the city is one of the many players in the seemingly never-ending struggle to move South Korea's capital out of Seoul. So it is also dubbed as the city of education and culture and often symbolized by the bird magpie. And bird is actually related to the city's history, which is the myth of Eunjin and the reason it, because it signifies trustworthiness and honesty of the people of the city. So it shares seven cities and counties in South Chungcheon province, particularly Gyeonggi County, Daejeon Metropolitan City in the east, Chongyan County and Yesan County in the west. So Buya County and Nonsan City in the south and Asan City and Chonan City in the north borders this um, Gyeonggi City. Very informative. I'm, I'm going to call you Lynette, Lynettepedia. <laughs> let's, um, <laughs> we've got the basic 411 mm-hmm. now, so let's um, talk about some of the attractions. major attraction that this city offers is the Gunsan Fortress, which is considered actually as the historic site number 12. It consists of mud castles of 400 meter long and a stone castle of 2,260 meters. So Mud castles? Yeah. Oh, but then it got renovated later on. It, yeah. Okay. Basically, it was mud, and then suddenly they turned it into sun castle. Ah, got it. Okay. Yeah. But they're stable. They're not, uh, they're strong. Yeah. Okay. So next one is, I'm really into national museums, so I recommend you guys to go to Kongju National Museum, and it's actually one of the historic sites um, in the city. So this museum displays mainly relics from the period when the capital of Baekje was the city, especially relics excavated from the tomb of King Moryong. He is the most famous people, I think, in this city. In this area, sure. Yeah. And the exhibitions halls have model tomb in the same size as the tomb of King Moryong and relics from the tomb, as well as the, the space of relics excavated in Chungnan district by age. 
Mm-hmm. Next one, this Gyeongju traditional Korean village or Hanok, should I say. Mm. It was opened in September 2010 and it was built between the tomb of King Moryo and Gyeongju National Museum. So it's occupying so much land, a total of 31,310 square meters. Mm, it's big. It's pretty big. And it is equipped with environmentally friendly traditional Korean system, heating system called as Gudol. I'm the... Not sure how it is different with Undol, but they said like it's basically almost the same. Roughly similar, okay. Yeah. And the Gyeongsan Potteries Village. I'm so sorry, I'm really bad with R's. So, Gyeongsan, right? Uh, yeah. Mm. So it is a village that is with ceramic artists from a group of, should I say, ceramic artists that forms a group and devote themselves to restore and succeed and as well as develop the pottery system in the city. So in here, the visitors can actually feel the lives of potters who burns their pot artistically in the spirits of fire and earth. And you can still watch them fire the pottery there, right? Yeah, actually. Like, you can actually try to do so as well. You, you, first on a wheel and then kind of bake it in a hot fire, right? Yeah. And that has almost like a traditional meaning for them, doesn't it? Yeah, and they said like it's one of the most um, unique feature of the city itself. Cool, the pottery. Yeah. All right, so that's the pottery village. You saw the the Hanok village, mm-hmm. which occupies a huge uh, amount of space. You saw yeah. the uh, fortress, right? <laughs> and um, there's some natural beauty down there too, isn't there? Yeah, it's the Goryeongsan National Park. So it was actually designated as National Park last December 31, 1968. It's quite far, far back then. Okay. So it has um, so many pics and... I'm going to talk more about the... So many peaks. So it stretches through a a wide area, not just uh, Mm -hmm. uh, one city, but it goes through many cities. Yeah, and they have like the peak of the heavenly king, Mm. the peak of the three Buddhas, as well as the peak of Bodhisattva. And it's like more on the Buddhist um, tradition of the city itself. Okay. And um, I I think they've named some... uh, some ridge lines after like dragons and chickens mm-hmm. down there, haven't they? Mm-hmm. Sometimes that's pretty common to do. Uh, there's one part along Pukansan here in Seoul where yeah. it looks like a turtle and they've named it after a turtle. All right, where else did you head? We also visited Gongmaru. Gongmaru is actually, Gong means bear. And as I already mentioned a while ago, bear is a characteristic or symbol of the city itself. Mm. So it was the former name of the city. The area covers the Gum River and the hills to the west of the tomb of King Moryong, as I already mentioned a while ago. Okay. It was the original name for the word bear, which is also referred as Unjin in the Chinese character. So mm. it was always been an active transportation hub at the center of the Baekje history. Mm. So way, way back from before. And the last one is the temple, which is Maguksa. And it, it was named because believers... Um, said like it looks like a hemp stack on a hemp field when the monk Bochol of Sheila preached. So in this one, one interesting thing that you need to do is to widely know a special area where people could actually escape from the risk during the war. And I was so fascinated when I learned that it was never damaged during Japanese invasion in 1592 and even in the Korean War. So it was really sturdy. That's very interesting. Wow. Yeah. Even though uh, they tried to damage it. Yeah, and they said like it was actually protected maybe by some kind of spirit that it was never damaged. (laughs) So during that time, people actually retreat to this place and they're actually safe. 
And the last one that we visited is the most important one, and it is the tomb of King Moryong. It was considered as the historical relic number 12, and it was actually accidentally found during a drainage work that was conducted that time. So what is particularly exciting about this one is the tomb clearly recorded that the tomb was for the King Moryong and his wife. According to the excavation, the tomb of the king located like it was a small hill and its diameter was really small 20 meter and 7.7 meter from the bottom so it's pretty small should i say so aside from the above mentioned tourist attraction i can offer as well to um, our listener to have the provincial intangible cultural assets and cultural treasures tour as well as memorial sites and cultural materials in the city they offer so much yeah things about it it's interesting that this tomb of this very, very important king was only discovered in, in the 70s, in the early 70s, yeah. just, you know, by chance because yeah. they were doing some drainage work. You, you know, know, Korea are like surrounded by so much hills, so it was accidental. Yeah, yeah. So uh, that's quite the find. Mm-hmm. You, uh, This is kind of more of a, uh, a traditional culture destination, Gongju. Yeah. You're seeing a lot of uh, tombs and uh, pottery, hanok, things like yeah. that. Some natural beauty too. And did you um, did you get anything uh, nice food-wise down there? I think they're popular with liquor. Ah, really traditional alcohols and things yeah. like that. And actually they have won the National Grand Prize for that one. Ah, really? They call this Goryong Bekil. Ah, Pegil, like 100 days. days. So uh, maybe it's brewed for 100 days or something. And um, you can uh, also uh, get good chestnuts down there, apparently. Yeah, it was considered as the best chestnut in the country. (laughs) The best chestnut in the country and uh, Kerion Pegil. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that sounds good. That would be a good snack to go with your begil. Mm-hmm. It sounds like a fun place to visit. Thanks for being here, Lynette. Thank you, Kurt. All righty. Stay tuned. Koreascape will be right back. <laughs>